Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Feltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris. Again. <laughs> Long time <laughs> to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love is Blind Season 2, Episode 2. Now, we are putting in a shift this weekend, Chris, aren't we? To try and get caught up. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> but with Love is Blind, with this episode, episode two, where would you like to start? Well, Dave, I think we should start with one of the, the first basic couple of minutes is when Nick actually meets Danielle and they're undying love for each other. And I've got to say, Dave, I'm worried for this relationship already because the dialogue, <laughs> and I know every relationship is the same. And we've seen, you know, uh, Cameron in the other episode of his wife in the other series, they're still together. They've got a great YouTube channel and everything. They're like the the pinnacle of what Love is Blind is about. We've got um, what's he called? Bloody Barnett and his missus, that bloody nutcase, oh, his missus, whatever she was called. Amber. Amber, the Ed, Ed the Ball. Uh, they're still together. I think <laughs> I think he's tied up every night, so he can't go out anywhere and speak to Lucky people. Him. But to what, Dave? Lucky him. Lucky <laughs> <laughs> no, not with her, I don't think. <laughs> but what's more, like, more like misery. Yeah, misery. The hobbling Jay. treatment. <laughs> what's he called? James, um, James Bobbitt. No, no. John Wayne Poppin. No. Um, the actor, James Cobb. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> John Wayne Bobbitt. Off to a flyer today. What a legend he was. But but no, it, they embrace and she legs it to him. And honestly, at first I was like, oh, this, this, this is great. And then I'm like, hang on a minute. This is really intense, really intense. Now, if they're both as intense as what they're showing, it may work. But the way she's like, this is it, love of my life. And then he's like, got the, I mean, I must admit, when he had the fucking dog socks on and he went, you're his mummy now. I was like, oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> so what did you think of that whole interaction? Yeah, I mean, I, I I didn't see it exactly like that. I guess I was just bought into it, you know, and thinking, oh, they they seem to be getting on quite well. But the way you've described it there makes me think it's it's one of those couples who are so into each other, and you're just like, oh god, I want to puke. You know, so <laughs> I don't know. Um, the jury's still out, Chris. Of all the couples that I think are going to cause fireworks and not in a good way, I, I don't think this one is top of my list. Yes, um, I agree. So, so we'll see. You know, obviously it started off intense, but yeah, I think that's that's fine. It, I can't remember. <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks now. I'm sure I read somewhere how long this initial period is. You know, when they're in the pods yeah. and talking to people. Is it like a week, a couple of weeks or something? Or? I think it's a couple of weeks. I think you said that last time, didn't you? Yeah. Like we were trying to work out, one not we, what Something the time scale was? Listened back uh, <laughs> before we started recording. But yeah, let's say it's two or three weeks or something like that. So, you know, there's no Netflix in there. You know, they're not doing much else except, you know, going back to the kitchen, chatting with the other girls or chatting with the other guys or whatever. And then they're back in the pods meeting all these other people. And then, you know, exploring, you know, all these different questions and everything. So you can see that by the time they actually get to meet, they've built this other person up so much in their heads. It's 
going to be interesting to see whether you know when when they actually start living together and stuff whether it it meets up to both of their expectations yeah because we do see that as well don't we as the series goes on they end up living in one of each other's apartments don't they for a period of time and we always remember barnett and amber dave because she did not like the fact that you had a bike in there and it was a a jocks uh you know bachelor pa- paradise oh she was straight in there changing everything so yeah they, they, well, they she re- didn't mind so much when she could sell it off so she could pay off her <laughs> credit for card, debts. So. <laughs> You're my wife i take on your debt she's like ah, bingo ding 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 ding. <laughs> we have a winner so <laughs> even in the reunions she is not right that girl there's something just off with that Amber. But anyway, we did say that on our Patreon um, reunion special, didn't we, Dave? So uh, yeah, but yeah. Really, really strange. But anyway, moving on slightly, we had Jarrett and he'd been speaking to Mallory and then we also had him speaking to Leana. Um, two completely different conversations, Dave. And Jarrett's obviously a bit of a wheeler dealer. He wants, you know, this family thing. He wants to be a real estate uh, specialist, but I thought mm. that his conversation with Liana was, was so vulnerable. What he said about like he basically one of his friends stabbed him—that is terrible. Yeah, yeah, it's horrendous, isn't it? I don't even know what you say to that. And you could you see she was getting quite emotional. Um, I I think that there seems to be more genuine chemistry with Jarrett and Liana. Um, I, with Mallory, it seems to be there as well on some level but uh i i don't know i think mallory seems to be she was having very different conversations with the other guy was it <sighs> salvador was it salvador was it yeah i was trying to think what his name was then um i mean she's straight into never have i ever with him <laughs> and you know she's like she's like her first question number one have you slept with someone of the same sex and he's like, no. She's like, oh, I'll take a drink then. And I say, Mallory, touche, good one there. <laughs> um, you know, because every question after that, he's still thinking about question number one. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, have I never? Oh, fucking can't even remember. What is it? Have you never ever? have I ever? Never have I ever. How can I forget that? I've seen it like a million times on on all these shows. Um, had sex outside. She drinks. He again doesn't drink. Uh, have you watched porn? Well, I assume he took a drink there. Then have you had a tattoo? So she had all these questions, but I, f- I felt like that was more like leaping into the flirty stuff. Whereas she, we didn't really see that with Jarrett. So I don't know. I, I don't know which way... Mallory is going to go. She seems to have a few different eggs in different baskets at this stage. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And I think with Salvador, the more I got out of it was, fuck me, you've led a boring life, son. (laughs) Because some of the things she was asking weren't like, you know, have you ever jumped off a building and done parachuting? Or have you, you know, have you had a bloody threesome? Have you been in a porno or something? They weren't like extravagant things. They were just... Every day, I know tattoos are subjective, and it's whether you like them or not. I get that, um, but but yeah, they didn't seem too outrageous. I mean, the thing about sleeping with someone of the same sex, fair enough. That's um, you know, she's exploring herself, literally, so I suppose. But um, <laughs> fucking David Brent, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said in it in the interview. Yeah. With the with his fucking secretary exploring yourself. Self, yeah. Yourself. <laughs> Tell me more. But, but uh, isn't it weird though that like what if he just said yes? 
We saw in season one the the guy was was struggling with that kind of history. Yes, he'd been with both men and women. It's just just weird, isn't it? That you know, as a society, we do view it like really quite differently. Yeah, that's true. That's very true, Dave. Actually, very true. I think oh, his bloody name is as well, and he's with a guy now. He was with right, was it right. Crystal. She was called Diamond. I think she was called Diamond. That wasn't was she? it. That was it. Yeah, um, yeah. And she was horrible to him. He was horrible to her. The ring got thrown in the pool. But he's actually in a relationship now with uh, with a guy, and he seems really, really happy. I think he's sort of come to terms with his own sexuality. So good on him. But you're right, Dave. He is looked upon slightly differently in in society, which is just weird. Mm. But I think I think the dynamic of it is like I'm not really. There's only a couple of couples really I'm invested in. I mean. You know, we got the whole thing again. Shane, what a cock he is, Dave. He's an absolute <laughs> fuckboy, this guy. He's an, and why yeah. can't they see that he's a lecherous, creepy fucker? Natalie and Shane, Shane are the two that he's been, you know, because he called fucking Natalie Shane in the last episode, and that was terrible. Even though it was good TV, <laughs> it was also terrible for poor Natalie. She was a wreck. But he's making a play for it again and i'm like natalie walk away she's like if it's not you it's no one else and she sort of guilt chips him into going do you want to be my girlfriend and i don't think he wants anybody to be his girlfriend i think he just wants to go and as he said just fill his boots literally dave because he is definitely only there for one thing and that is not for a relationship yeah i mean he's not the smartest one is he because he's in the kitchen with the guys and whatever he must realize that the girls surely are in a similar kind of kitchen having similar kind of conversations. So he's talking to Natalie, asking her to be his girlfriend, saying that, well, basically all the things she wants to hear that, you know, he's just invested in her. He's going to focus on her now. Um, does he not think that she's going to go back to the kitchen? And and sure enough, you know, she reveled in the fact, uh, you know, she made sure shana actually heard you know that that um uh he'd he'd asked her to be his girlfriend and so he, he seems surprised by it so you could see that shana was gutted wasn't she she was she wasn't happy with it and then she was actually giving him the time of day which which i i thought she might stew a little bit but well she might have done due to the editing i guess but she was quite you know, casual with him at the start saying, you know, I'm in these gray jogging bottoms and whatever. And he's like, Oh, he's so hot. And he's saying all this stuff as if he's not had that conversation with Natalie before. And then, so she eventually has to bring it up because he's not acknowledging any of this stuff, still being really flirty with her. And then, she she says that Natalie has said about, you know, um, you asked her to be your girlfriend. And, and he's like, oh, who cares? <laughs> I'm just putting my notes here. What a dick. You know, because it's like, what do you mean, who cares? You, you, you're telling both of these girls you, you're into them. You're not being honest. And I think he's just been caught out that this is what his normal kind of modus operandi is. You know, this is how he normally kind of navigates life. And he hasn't switched on that, you know, there's this extra dynamic that, A, he's on, you know, reality TV and he's being filmed. But also these girls are uh, having conversations or, you know, even if they're not telling each other directly, they're telling other people or they're just overhearing or whatever. So 
Yeah, I thought I thought she was like quite um, quite calm through that whole thing because I thought she could go off on one because I thought he was just being a massive bell and massive player, um, and yeah, it just it baffled me that he didn't recognise what show he was on. No, and you're right, because we'd said ourselves, didn't we? Like, they go back to the kitchen in the last one. We, you could see Natalie was upset because he called her the wrong name. Shana was sat there. And he's, it, it makes me piss because he, he's got this girlfriend in Natalie. And then, like, Shane's in, he's like, oh, but you're so hot. They're not the sort of things you say when you've got a girlfriend. And he's there rolling around the floor. And I'm like, yeah. You, you, I, you, I, honestly, Dave, I mean, we've said this before about these shows. Does nobody watch the show? Does nobody see that people talk? Does they just <laughs> they're fucking oblivious to it, aren't they? He's not yeah. a nice guy, and and he shouldn't be with Natalie or Shayna. I mean, Shayna's silly if she picks him over Kyle because I don't think this is over. I honestly do not think no. it's over. This is a lust thing, and he's he's absolutely playing it. He's not a nice guy. He's a creep, if I'm being honest. And all the girls should stay well clear of him. However. He's a great contestant as well, Dave, because he's just this sort of character is what you need to sit there, like sort of throwing tomatoes at the telly, like, don't do it because he's horrible. <laughs> no, it is. And, and the thing is, it's just the lack of honesty that, that irritates you, isn't it? Because they, they're all getting to know people. So it's not like, you know, you, you should get engaged to the first person you speak to and have a connection with. You, you're trying to understand who's behind that wall and uh, you know i get to know them a bit more but the problem is he he's throwing out signals like he's making it exclusive yes and uh you know it's it's, it's clearly not the situation so that's where he, he's being caught out i think i'm completely yeah. with you the, the the he doesn't read the room and I'd, hopefully I, I just think with this shane i mean kyle played for her, asked her to marry him with his, you know, like she gave was it her, his grandmother's ring? But yeah, Dave, uh, was it? I thought it was his mother. His mother, sorry, his mother, sorry, his mother's ring. It was, it was one of them. It was Granny one of them, or, or his mum. Yeah, but what you don't do is have an argument about fucking religion and then ask a woman to marry you, Dave, especially if she's religious and you're not. What that was like? He was. He thought he was fine. He was having a debate, and you can see her like, oh okay, he's not the guy for me. But then he produces the ring and she was just well off once. She was completely upset then. Yeah, and, and like that whole conversation was very weird because as soon as kind of religion came up, I thought, oh, this is going to go south. <laughs> but what what I found odd was Kyle just offered up nothing for his reasoning for being atheist. So. She asked him, like, you know, why why he is. But for me, his his almost blind faith in atheism was as bad as someone's blind faith in religion. If they if they just, you know, just accept it all, just question nothing, everyone else is wrong. Every other religion is wrong. The one I was born into just happens to be the right one. Um yes. so I, I just thought it was an ill thought out argument and it, it was just a bit argumentative at that point and actually one of the points he made was just uh, it seemed to me that his problem was more about organized religion than it was necessarily worshiping a god or anything 
But then it comes out, Chris, that she doesn't believe in evolution as well. <laughs> I thought, oh, right, it's one of these, is it? Um, so, yeah, I mean, ultimately, whatever you believe in is whatever you believe in, and that's personal to you. But I think, and I think people can, you know, have relationships where one's religious, one's not religious or whatever, but you've got to kind of be respectful of each other. You know, I, I think, and I, I didn't get that sense from him. And it seemed to me that when he made that proposal, he was just like, well, fuck it. You know, they didn't actually resolve that conversation at all. It seemed to come out of nowhere. And then when when he said, when she asked about, you know, don't we have to sort some things out and whatever, he said, well, you know, you've just got to let that go or something like that, you know, and I was just <laughs> yes, like, yeah. that's, that's a bit off, you know? So yeah, I, I just, there's all kinds of wrong with Kyle, Shana and Shane. Um, and I think, I think she is going to make a bit of a play, isn't she? For, for Shane and whether she does or not, shouldn't really affect the relationship with Kyle because that should just be dead in the water. <laughs> yeah. You know? And if she, if she does say yes, then clearly it's just to stay on the TV for a bit longer um, because she just isn't, she just isn't into him. And it's like one of those things with the experiment, if you genuinely hit it off with someone and you, you know, you can get for, into the further rounds but again, we see this on married at first sight. It's like, well, you don't really want to get engaged to this guy but you might want to stay on TV for a bit longer. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> In real life, there's no way she is, is talking about getting engaged at this point. So all good fun. Exactly. And what about Dave, Mr. Uh, well, he, they call him shake. Don't he's, he's uh, yeah. nickname. but what about Mr. How heavy are you? Could a carrier on my shoulders with his <laughs> inspector Cluso like investigation work to see how heavy deep tea is Dave. I mean, the both of Indian descent, it's a great conversation. There is a great chemistry. They both dated uh, blonde white people. Um, and he's staring in the face and probably because of the religion and, and the way they were upbringing, they don't want to marry someone who's Indian. But mm. it, what I found weird was once she revealed to him that she'd lost 70 pounds, cause it was all about the physical side. And she had a chat with the girls, didn't she? Like mm. the, one of the girls on the, the sofa, he did a 180 from nowhere. Mm. And, and I don't know, like you said, I think the problem is because it's, we don't have a context of how long this has gone on for, but within about 10 minutes of having this conversation in the reality of the show, what even the time scale seemed to be was like, Yep, she's the one for me. Uh, will you marry me? And I, I didn't, I didn't buy into it like I did with Danielle and Nick because I sort of like, yeah. even though I think they're very intense, I was like, you've literally just flip flopped from nowhere. And then when they meet, they've, what they've been, Dave, you, you meet this girl, and it's a such unusual circumstances. It's very similar to having a pen pal, telling him you love him, and then you meet up, right? Like old school type situation or whatever, but. This was like the first thing he says to us. Oh, yeah, you've got a great booty, a great arse. Oh, you're amazing. You're this. And I'm what like, did he say? what? He was, was like, 
20 metres between me and that booty. She better yeah. be worried or something. Yeah, like something. It's like, just like, sounds what? a little bit rapey, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was really like the way he, he interacted with her. And she was like, oh, yeah, you're man of my dreams. But all he was bothered about was it was sort of like a relief to go. He was saying, I'm not bothered. I've got hung up because of my own uh, body issues and that. But then he's like, well, put your fit, thank fuck for that. It was just really <laughs> fucking bad. It's really. Bad. Yeah, so it was saying about Shayna just what? wanted to stick on TV. I mean, Abhishek is exactly the same, isn't he? <laughs> you know, there's just I'm not buying anything that he said in this episode. I well, I, I can buy the stuff that you know he had body issues when he was younger. I, th- I think uh, the thing is, Chris, what kid does not have issues of some sort about themselves? Exactly. Everyone. Everyone. Everyone can have that story. And so, you know, he was kind of reflecting off her. And I think someone's had a word with him, you know, when, when he's been back at the kitchen or something. And because he said something like, you know, I'm asking questions about, you know, weight and everything, and no one else is doing that. And, you know, it made me think, you know, how shallow am I kind of thing. I think someone's just said to him, you know, or he said, in the group or something, I asked this question and they've gone, fucking hell, mate. That's fucking shocking. Why would you ask that? You know, so he's not really had that come to Jesus moment. You know, he's not really saw the light. He's just, he's thinking, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm coming across like a prick here. <laughs> and actually, she's probably the only girl who will still speak to me. <laughs> So I have to make a massive play for it. So I I don't know. He seemed to go from, you know, zero. He did his 180, and then he was zero to 100, wasn't he? He he was totally in for it then. And, uh, you know, he's, like, kissing her feet and stuff, which is apparently is a normal thing the other way around for the um, Hindu religion, I guess, uh, for the woman to, you know, touch the guy's feet. So he, he was he was overplaying it, I think, for me. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just not buying it. But Chris, I said last last episode, I want this guy on the show because <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to be, you know, coming out with all sorts. You know, he's he's corrected based on advice that I think he's been given there. But uh, there's going to be plenty more coming from Abhishek, I'm sure. <laughs> Well, you mentioned David Brent, and I don't know if you picked up on this, but you know when he did the groping thing when he grabbed her and he was going on about a backside and their yeah, ass, yeah. he did grab her ass and go, I'm going to get you pregnant. That's like one of the oh, first really? things he said oh, to her, yeah. God. And I was like, oh, fucking hell, mate. You know what I mean? Like, come Sounds on. Sounds like Finchy more than uh, David, David Brent. Brent. Yeah, proper like <laughs> lechy shit. So I don't know over there. going to last. Well, you're down there, love. You know, that sort of thing he's just he, <laughs> he, it really is bad it really is bad so i don't think they've got any fucking chance of lasting dave i'd be so surprised unless she puts him in check and that's what he needs but it, he, he come across as a right dick to me well uh, I, I thought you come across better than episode one but that is a low low bar <laughs> and i i do think you know they look great together they are an attractive couple um, so I, I, I kind of, I'm kind of rooting for them, but I, I, ju- I just, it remains to be seen whether, you know, they, they both had this thing where they both, both dated white blonde people before. 
So, you know, uh, let's see how this goes. I, I think I think there's enough there. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm just skeptical on his 180 there. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's thing, isn't it? Um, it is strange. But, but, but then, um, as soon as it gets to the end, we've seen all this. It's one of them things where Shane and Shana, she then says, like, I'm all in. So (laughs) they're all in, Dave. (laughs) Yep. She's all in. I think this is, you know, this episode has has got me uh, uh, looking forward to the next one now. (laughs) You know, (laughs) we we were in for the first episode, weren't we? And, you know, you're starting to understand the characters a little bit more, seeing a bit more how they behave. You know, they're pairing off now and, Actually, I think it's just warming up nicely, this one. Yeah, I do. I do. I think it's going to be good. And we're into episode three next. So like you say, we're watching sequentially. So this is perfect. We've done a big catch up this weekend to sort of try and get us back on an even keel, haven't we? So this had to be in there, luckily, because it's already out and available. It's whether you guys want to watch it with us. But we will be getting episode three out a lot quicker now, now that we're all sort of back into our normal rhythm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that is probably the end of my notes, Chris. Mine too, mate. I've got nothing now. I think that's it. Um, as always, guys, if you want to follow us on social media, at CDRealityCast. If you want to email us, CDRealityCast at gmail.com. And if you do want to support us a little bit more, get over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash CDRealityCast. So today's roll call of honour is... Kent Gustafson, Lucky Lily Green, Lauren Hennessy, Susan Priscilla, Dee Dee Katie, Helen, Joanna, Zoe, Amy, Noreen, Brianna, Helen, Keith, and Michelle. So thank you so much, guys, for supporting us. We really appreciate it, past and present. It's really humbling and lovely of you. So, Mr. Horrocks, we have still have a bachelor to catch up. Well... My phone didn't catch it, Dave, which was Buzz Lightyear, but that was my Apple Watch. Apologies, your phone saying, no, don't do it. Yeah, don't do it, Chris. <laughs> Before you say anything, shut up. But we are catching slowly but surely, and we've put a shift in, so we deserve a little break now, Dave. We've had one for two weeks, haven't we? <laughs> haven't we? So uh, that's that's why we're struggling. So, so yeah, there's one more Bachelor that's yep. out now. There's five episodes of Maths, but four for us to before we can record again yeah yeah and uh yeah as many love is blind that that we can handle really <laughs> so, you know, at some point we'll resurface and uh reintegrate into society once we've done all this yeah stuff. and we have our comics in vhs <laughs> podcast but there you go dave that's exactly it's our fault this so there you go yeah absolutely well it's been good to catch up again and um yeah i'll speak to you next time take care everyone bye